Hello and welcome to episode 4 of The Little Rikers Tapes with me, Carl Harper. And me, Professor Nasty. So, what's the haps, Professor? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What's the haps? The haps. Yeah, like, what's happening? Oh, I know what it means, Carl. So, <laughs> what, what's so funny? You were never cool growing up, were you? I shouldn't say what's the haps, should I? You really shouldn't. Okay. Like, ever. Okay. I'm serious. <laughs> Right, okay, I get it. I'm not sure you do. No, I do. It doesn't sound cool when I say it. Like, I'm genuinely concerned for your safety at this point, Carl. Well, you don't have to be. Carl, I wanted to hit you when you said it, and I'm your friend. You think we're friends? Aren't we? No, absolutely. I definitely consider you my friend. I just didn't think the feeling was mutual. Well, I have no idea what that word means, so I'm just going to scratch my bum. (laughs) Well, it means that we feel the same way, you know, that we're friends. Ah, yes. Well, when you're stuck in a high security daycare, beggars can't be choosers. Well, I'll take it. Now, shall we get on with the show, buddy? Okay, let's not get all Sesame Street. We're friends, but we're not going to suddenly break out into song about how working as a team is the best or how Elmo was just the cutest thing alive. But he always teaches us valuable life lessons about love and compassion. Fair enough. I love Elmo. What was that? Nothing. Uh, by the way, what is that? What? That tub. Oh, it's my slime. Ah, oh, cool. Can I have a look? You may. Thank you. Ah, oh, it's so slimy. I wonder why. I love slime. <laughs> okay, that was not me. Oh, really? It was the slime. <laughs> yeah, sure it was. It was. It's when I, I put my hand in the tub. Look. Is there anything slime can't do? Hey, I've just thought of a quiz. Go on. It's called Slime or Fart or Slimy Fart. Hashtag working title. So what's the premise? Well, put this blindfold on. Okay. Now, I will play four sounds for you and you have to guess if it's the slime or a fart. (laughs) That's disgusting. And your point? Now. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. And can I just apologise to the listeners for what is about to happen? I wouldn't worry. Why not? Because no one listens to this show. (laughs) Right. First one. That was a fart. It was. Woohoo! In fact, slime. Really? Number two. Pardon the pun. How dare you? I have never and will never pardon a pun. (laughs) Okay, that was definitely a fart. Well played. One out of two. Here's three. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with slime. I'm afraid it was another fart, Carl. Shane, this is tough. Last one. Fart, definitely. You know your flatulence, my lord. Two out of four. Not bad. Not great, but not bad. Kind of reminiscent of my days in school. You really had the wind in your sails at the end there? That was terrible. I regret nothing. Right, shall we get on with the show? Let's. It's movie review time. So, what do you have for us this week? This week's movie review is... Drumroll. No? Still no drumroll? Fine. Actually, how's about I do a cryptic movie review and then you have to guess what the movie is at the end? Oh, I like it. Okay, yeah.
This film that shall rename Nameless is possibly the greatest movie I've ever seen since Frozen 2. Are you going to say that after every movie you see? It's about a yeti named Maigo who stumbles across a human when a plane crash lands on the mountain he lives on. Only he doesn't call him a human. He calls him a small foot because like humans have small feet in comparison to yetis. Anyway, his village doesn't believe him when he tells him he saw Smallfoot, so they banish him. Then, with the help of his friends, Maigo leaves the mountain in search of the Smallfoot, and then when he finds the Smallfoot, he brings the Smallfoot back to his village, only their leader tries to get him to lie and say it's not a Smallfoot, because he doesn't want any of the other yetis questioning their way of life, and there's lots of parallels in the movie with real life, and how some people use fear as a tool to stop other people having compassion for those that may be perceived to be different to them, and then the people in power use that fear for their their own gain to stay in power just like the stone keeper and small foot and I loved it despite James Corden being in it. Do you not like James Corden? I find him about as appealing as sharing a broken down elevator with Ed Sheeran after he's just been diagnosed with chronic diarrhea and the only way to stop the <laughs> diarrhea is him playing one of his agonizingly middle of the road songs. So, uh, um, okay, thanks for that. Uh, will I guess the movie now? Puh, you can try. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess it was Smallfoot. <gasps> How did you guess? Just pure luck. So, out of ten. Nine. It loses the point because of Corden. If you'd like to suggest a movie for the professor to review, send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram pages. That slime is disgusting. Yes, the slime is disgusting. Okay, it's time for How Does That Work? So cool. James Tiger, who is six, would love to know why the world spins around, but it feels like we stay still. What a great question. Over to you, Professor. Well, James, I must say this is an excellent question and one I enjoy researching very much. Now, hang tight as we're about to get our science on. The Earth spins at approximately 1,000 miles per hour. That's how fast it needs to spin to complete one rotation per day. Now... You can't feel it spinning because what is known as frame of reference. The best example I found was being on a train or being on a train station platform. So if you were to be standing on the station platform, you would clearly see the surface was standing still while the train whizzed by. But if you were inside the train, you'd feel like you were standing still while the world moved by. From either frame of reference, you feel like you're on the one staying still. On board the train, the world moves. Standing on the platform, the train moves. The same is true of the Earth. From inside the Earth's frame of reference, we can't tell that we're spinning. But if we viewed the Earth from the frame of reference of space, we would be able to see the twirling instantly. So... I hope that answers your question, James. And we'll put the website we found that answer from on our Facebook page for you to check out. Yes, because let's be honest, that was probably a terrible explanation. 
If you'd like to pose a question for how does that work, send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram pages. It's time for True or False. I enjoyed this quiz. False. Now give me pizza. You did well last time. Would you like to know how I really feel about this quiz? Well, I think it's important you share your feelings, Professor. So yes, I would. Okay then. (laughs) That's not nice. Are you saying my feelings are unimportant? Of course not. I'm saying you should probably try and express them in a different way. Like this. Okay, I'm just going to ignore... Are you finished? Yes. Give me the slime. I promise I won't do it again. Give me the slime. Fine. Thank you. Now, you can have it back at the end of this. Magic. Unbelievable. It's your voice. It's very relaxing. Question one. You're like a young Morgan Freeman. The sun is more than one million times bigger than the earth. Don't be ridiculous. Of course it's not. You sure? Carl, look out the window. Look at the sun. It's tiny. So yeah, I'm sure. It's true. What? You could fit 1.3 million Earths in the sun. That's preposterous. It's perspective, Professor. The sun looks small because it's far away. If you were to go into space, you would see it is way bigger than the Earth. Have you told NASA about this? I'm sure they'd like to know. I'm pretty confident they know already. Well, send them an email. You can never be too careful. Okay, question two. The sun is a planet. What else would it be? A star. Ah, yes. Hmm. I will go with a star. Correct. Yes. Question three. The earth is flat. Of course it's not flat. So false. Yes, false. Some people think the earth is flat. Yeah, well... Tell them to walk to the edge and give me a call when they get there. (laughs) Okay, so that's two out of three. Get this right and you'll get your slice of pizza for the second week in a row. That's what I'm talking about. Question four. A year on Earth is 365 days. Easy. True. It's false. Excuse me? Yeah, a year is actually 365.2564 days, which when added up gives us what is known as a leap year. That is Devastatingly fascinating. Okay, it all hinges on this last question, which we'll get to after this commercial break. (gasps) We got a sponsor. No, I'm only joking. (laughs) You're a disgrace. Okay, question five. And for one slice of pizza, 70% of the earth is covered by... Chocolate. No. Poop. No. Chocolate poop. Professor. Stop that. I'm sorry. I'm just extremely nervous. There's a lot riding on this answer. Okay, well, take a breath. (sighs) All right, now, 70% of the earth is covered in water. The answer to that question is... Ah! My heart just stopped! That was just a sound effect. Oh, thank goodness. Right. The answer is... True! Yes! If you like pizza coladas, (laughs) are getting caught in the rain. A slice of Hawaiian pizza is winging its way to you. I think someone's happy. (laughs) 
Okay, time for some shout-outs. First off the bat is a big shout-out to all our Patreon subscribers, without whom we probably would have stopped after episode one. If you are interested in joining this amazing group of people, let us tell you what you get for just $5 a month. An extra episode. But thanks for spoiling the surprise, Professor. I'm sorry, it's just very exciting. The prospect of not just two episodes a month, but three. Yes, you will get a bonus episode of the show every month. So basically, you're getting three episodes for $1.66 each. Now, ask yourself, are myself and Carl worth it? Are we worth $1.66? 66 cents an episode. I want you to look deep into your soul and find the answer. So head over to patreon.com slash Professor Nasty, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and take a look. Oh, and until May 24th, if you subscribe, you will get, drumroll please, am I ever going to get my drumroll? I don't think so. Well, If you sign up between now and May 24th to any tier, you will receive Season 2 of The Dastardly Deeds of Professor Nasty, which is not available to the public as of yet. Okay, before we go, Professor, have you got a funny news story for us? Do I? Do you? Do I? I don't know, do you? I do, yes. So, this story is from a family who visited a farm near their home in the United States of America. Now, Carl, when I say goat to you, what pops into your head? Uh, a goat? Well, obviously. Would you consider a goat an intelligent animal? I mean, uh, probably not. Well, my friend, you would be very wrong. When this family were wandering around the farm looking at the animals, they stumbled upon a goat with its head stuck in a fence. Ah, the poor thing. That's what I thought. So they stopped and petted it and fed it some grass before returning to the office to inform the owner of the farm that one of its goats had gotten its head stuck in a fence. Before they could even finish the sentence, the owner cut them off and said, Yeah, that's Brenda. She can get out of there any time she likes. She just likes the attention. (laughs) I I don't know what's funnier. (laughs) The image of a goat with its head stuck in a fence or the fact that the goat's name is Brenda. (laughs) Okay, that's our show. Not quite. Now, that's our show. You're disgusting. You're a beautiful human being. What? Bet you feel guilty now for calling me disgusting, don't you? Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. You're a disgrace. Remember to tell your friends about us and rate the show on iTunes as it really helps. And maybe even share the link to the show on social media. Awesome. So, it's goodbye from him. And... It's goodbye from him. Welcome to the dastardly deeds of Professor Nasty. Season 2. You're being transferred to another facility. Alcatraz, Julia. It is no place for an evil genius such as I. 
You're getting slower, unbelievable boy. Catch you next time, BG. Who's BG? I don't know, but I'm gonna find out. Captain. Oh, Professor Nasty has escaped! See Dr. Diabolical's new mind control device only at BattyCon. Soon, it will be goodbye, Agent Sparrow. What list? I'm not on a list. You're on Santa's naughty list, but that goes without saying. You are on the not as evil as they used to be list. Why would someone lead us to a bookstore in Teen Town? Because I have information on Professor Nasty's next move. We're nearly there, Philip! We're in pursuit of Professor Nasty and Philip! Faster, Philip! Get us up this hill! Clarence! Golly gosh! Agent Sparrow! Unbelievable boy! And you! Get the wheelchair! You're all under arrest! 